Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it. Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP time. Windy City Assassin does it again. It is really hot outside. Just want to start off with that. It is really hot outside, and the rumor mill is heating up as well as we are about a week out from the 2022 NBA draft. Have a little bit about that toward the end of the show, but we have a lot of rumors to get to. The Bulls offseason picture is starting to come into focus just a little bit. We'll talk about it all on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz. It's great to be back here with you talking Bulls, talking offseason. We'll talk some NBA Finals as well if we have time because the Warriors have a chance to clinch the series tomorrow night. I told you Warriors in six. Well, guess what? That can become a reality in a little more than 24 hours. Before we get to any of this, though, to see what we can cram into this 15 minutes, I want to tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL finals, Ninja League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. I told you before this series that the Golden State Warriors would win in six games. Well, guess what? They're up 3-2 to two going into Thursday night's game. We're about a little more than 24 hours before tip-off. It is plus 145 on the money line over at betonline.ag. What are you waiting for? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get that bonus and get into the action. Let's see if Golden State can get it done just for my sake so I can have some pride and also win you some money in the process. But online, it's where the game starts. Also want to tell you about our new shirt in the Believe shop, which is live. Shop.believe.com, Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance. The link is on my Twitter page. Go check that out if you want a really nice shirt. I know mine's in the mail right now. It's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about this. Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance. It's in a campaign-style shirt just in time for election season over at shop.believe.com. So much great stuff. The team is doing amazing work to get that shop going. So go rock some gear. Go get yourself some gear. There's really cool hats as well. Okay, off-season rumor mill. We talked last week about Rudy Gobert. That was a lot, and it was off track of what I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about the NBA draft, because the draft's coming up a week from tomorrow. This is Wednesday, so a week from tomorrow, the NBA draft is coming up. So I wanted to talk some draft. Well, we had rumors that involved Patrick Williams, and I got fired up. Those rumors have not stopped. We are finding out more about the interest in Rudy Gobert and the Atlanta Hawks. They're reportedly in as well. So people are after his services. The Bulls are still right in the thick of this thing, but that's not even the biggest thing we have this week. Report came out from Bleacher Report. Zach Levine is likely to come back to the Bulls. That's according to Jake Fisher, citing sources around the league. He wrote, two-time All-Star Zach Levine is expected to re-sign with the Chicago Bulls 
Once the free agency negotiation period opened June 30th, sources told Bleacher Report. This is the first report we have that explicitly says Zach Levine is going to re-sign with the Bulls. And I think this is promising. I've said all along, anything that happens this offseason, whether it's trading for Rudy Gobert, signing or in a sign-and-trade with DeAndre Ayton, whatever happens in the draft is determined by what Zach Levine is going to do. And I know the negotiation period is after the draft, but if you get a sense about what Zach Levine is going to do, which it sounds like we're hearing about, then you can determine a path in the draft. It sounds like Zach Levine is going to stay. He also posted a cryptic Instagram post, and I don't want to be that guy that just talks for five minutes about an Instagram post, but he posted something today, and it said with the caption, stay with him. And there were comments from DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso on the post in question. And DeRozan's was really interesting to me. So Zach Levine posts this. Alex Caruso comments, let me get five. DeMar DeRozan says, know what happened last time. So do with that what you will. But Zach Levine reportedly leaning towards staying with the Bulls. I think this is huge. And Jake Fisher dove into a little more behind the scenes of what's going on with the potential offer. He said, and I quote, Ironing out Levine's next deal appears centered on the fifth year of the contract. Levine is eligible for a five-year deal, totaling roughly $200 million. Whether that season is fully guaranteed, is a player option, or Nets other potential outcomes remains to be seen. Bleacher Report previously wrote about Levine's purported desire to be a team's unquestioned offensive centerpiece, unlike the setup with DeMar DeRozan. But among the teams in play for Levine, only San Antonio could offer a clear number one playmaking opportunity, and the Spurs are considered far off from the postseason environment Levine prefers, leading to skepticism among rival executives that Levine ever wanted to entertain options outside of Chicago. So, basically, what that implies to me is that Zach testing unrestricted free agency was a leverage play. And that seemed to be what people were saying before all of this. And you got to remember, he's represented by Clutch Sports now and Rich Paul. So, if it was a leverage play, it probably was. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing. This is not a knock. By the way, this is not me ripping on Clutch Sports and Rich Paul. I think Rich Paul is a fantastic agent. And if it is a leverage play and Zach gets more money out of it, guess what? That's a victory for Zach Levine, for Rich Paul, for Clutch. So this is not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. It also shows that Zach is one of the premier players in the league being represented by such a high-profile agency. So the sense is that Zach's going to come back. The Instagram post to me kind of helps confirm that. Maybe he's just causing some conversation for talking heads like me who have to fill 15 minutes on a podcast. But that's where things are trending, and I think that's a good thing, especially because there is more in the rumor mill involving Rudy Gobert. We told you last week on the pod that Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic, they're part of these conversations to be sent to Utah for Rudy Gobert. Now, I've told you about the pros and the cons. We're going to talk a lot more about this today. There's also some stuff in here from Jake Fisher in the same report about Zach Levine talking about that. He says, quote, Chicago continues to explore the trade market for two-time All-Star center Nikola Vucevic, sources said. It has registered interest in Rudy Gobert, but the Bulls do not appear willing to include Patrick Williams alongside Vucevic in a trade package for Gobert, sources told Bleacher Report. This is another really interesting anecdote. Chicago is actively discussing the number 18 pick and Kobe White with rival teams. So that's interesting. We haven't heard that yet. Now, I've told you 
During the season, I did not want to trade Kobe White. The trade deadline came around. There was conversations about whether or not Kobe White would be included in a trade package, and I said no. That was a few months ago. Now I'm saying, okay, he kind of tapered off at the end. He couldn't really find a role. If you can get something good for him, trade him. I mean, if you can get some good pieces back, definitely do it. Now, the ripple is the number 18 pick. I told you what I want the Bulls to do with number 18. I want them to get Walker Kessler, a backup big, or EJ Liddell, someone who can plug and play alongside Vucevic. Well, if you're moving on from Vucevic, maybe that's not the best path to go. And if you can move the 18 pick and get something good in return, like a three-time defensive player of the year, that could be an option. The Athletic did a really interesting discussion today. Darnell Mayberry covers the Bulls. Tony Jones covers the Jazz. They did a, an in-depth breakdown of what these conversations could be like, what could be included in the packages to get Rudy Gobert out of Utah. And Jones, now remember, this is the Utah side, he put together an interesting, I don't want to say this is a true package here, but he brought up some interesting names. He says, quote, if Utah has to take back Vucevic, Williams would have to be in the deal. For me, Alex Caruso or Io DeSumo would have to be in the deal. Multiple first-round picks would have to be in the deal. If I'm the Jazz, if I'm turning Chicago into one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, which is exactly what a roster with Gobert and Levine and DeRozan would be, there has to be significant compensation in return. That's a non-starter for me. You do not give up Alex Caruso. You saw what the Bulls looked like last year without Alex Caruso in the lineup with his defense, with his grit. His offense tapered off after the wrist injury, but I think he can bounce back from that this offseason. He was the spark that lit this team. Ayo Dasumu is a very promising young player. He's a great role player off the bench who can also start if you need him to. And he's a Chicago kid. Do not trade a Chicago kid. Just don't do it. I mean, I know that shouldn't be a factor, but it is for me. Don't trade the Chicago kid who went to Illinois. And multiple firsts. Okay, here's the thing. Draft compensation, unless you have a really, really, really deep draft, and I think you can argue this year's draft is a deep draft. Draft capital depends on how badly you want to win. Because remember, the Bulls moved a lot for DeMar DeRozan. They gave up some future draft capital. If they want to do that again with Rudy Gobert and open this championship window, that could be an option. But I think that package involving Caruso and DeSumo, no. And if you have to include Patrick Williams in that too, so if you have to do Patrick Williams and someone of, of Alex Caruso or Io DeSumo, absolutely not. No way. Do not do that. This, this whole conversation reminds me of the stuff we used to talk about with Gar Pax. Gar Pax used to just trade draft picks like they were nothing. They would be too focused on the short term. You need to look at the long term. And I think that's what Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley are going to try to do. They're going to try and see the whole board. Okay, if I move this piece, what happens next? What's the next move here? Now, keep in mind, I suck at chess. But I understand that part of the game, and that's why I'm not an executive. That's why these guys get paid the big bucks. So if you trade a huge piece of your future, like Patrick Williams. And I know last week we talked about, okay, it's all potential. Is this going to be realized? Could he be a bust? We haven't seen much yet. If you're AK and Mark Eversley, that's your first draft pick. So right now, he has to be a big part of the future. So if you move Patrick Williams, who is a big part of your future, 
You have Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, who were signed through this little window. Alex Caruso was signed in there as well. I think it's like a three, four-year window here. You're going to get Zach Levine back for four years, maybe five. If you get Rudy Gobert, who has an expensive contract, and oh, by the way, he turns 30 years old next week. That's something else to keep in mind with this. Your window for the future is now three years. What happens after that three years? Patrick Williams is a piece you can keep in town for eight years at least. So you can say, okay, after these guys are gone, let's plan on them being gone just in case. Patrick Williams will still be here, and hopefully he'll have developed into a star by then. That's the thing you have to think about. Do you want to risk that for a guy who's going to be on the other side of 30 in a week? Do you want to risk future draft capital for a guy who's aging? Yes, he fills needs. I am not doubting Rudy Gobert from a talent standpoint. I am not arguing that the Bulls shouldn't do it because he's not good enough. No, he would be a perfect fit on this team. And Darnell Mayberry and Tony Jones agree this would be a 55-win team with Rudy Gobert on the roster. I am not disputing that. But is it worth mortgaging the long-term future? I'm not sure. I still, I'm back where I was last week. I am still back and forth on this. I'm leaning toward Patrick Williams stays. And that report from Jake Fisher at Bleacher Report seems to confirm that, that the Bulls don't necessarily want to trade him. I think that's a good thing. This front office is making it known they like to think rationally, but also want to win. You don't go get guys like Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso if you don't want to win right now. Even Nikola Vucevic. Now, if Vucevic isn't on the roster next year, is that a big deal? From a defensive standpoint, no. His contract expires at the end of the year. You're going to hear Vooch's name in trade rumors this offseason. That's just the way it is with the expiring contract, the way he plays on defense. The Bulls' biggest need is a rim protector. Well, guess what? If you can go get a starting caliber rim protector, trade Vooch. I mean, that's just the nature of the business. So I don't know where this is going to go next. I do not want to see Patrick Williams traded just for the sake of the long-term future. Now, DeAndre Ayton could also be a name, but he's a restricted free agent. That gets complicated, and we don't know if Phoenix is going to bring him back. With Utah, Quinn Snyder just resigned, so you don't know what's next for the team in that regard. You don't know what the future looks like for Rudy Gobert. I don't think they're going to trade Donovan Mitchell. That seems to be the sense from the athletic piece as well. Rudy Gobert seems like a natural trade candidate, but if he's garnering interest from Atlanta especially, Atlanta is in on him per a report I saw earlier today, then you've got some competition. You don't know. You don't want to try and outbid yourselves necessarily either. Let's say Atlanta falls out. It depends on how bad Utah wants to move Rudy Gobert. I have no idea what's going to happen next with this situation. But if you can even package the number 18 pick this year, I wouldn't be disappointed moving the 18 pick if you can get a guy like Rudy Gobert back. Because with that pick, the guys I'm listing for you, Tari Eason, EJ Liddell, Walker Kessler, they're big guys. I think EJ Liddell of those three could be the one that stays long-term. But what is his role right now? If you have Patrick Williams on the roster, there's your four. What does that mean for EJ Liddell? Is he going to come off the bench? Can he be a part of your lineup down the road? I don't know. That's the part with the 18th pick. So if they want to move that, and if they can package Kobe White in the 18th pick and keep Patrick Williams in town, but don't get rid of Io DeSumo or Alex Caruso. That's the ripple of this whole thing, that I'm like, do not get rid of either one of those guys. I don't want to hear them even mentioned in this. That should be a non-starter for AK and Eversley, and it sounds like they know what they're doing in that regard. Remember, they got Nikola Vucevic for Wendell Carter Jr. I'm just saying, 
They made that happen. Now, if a third team comes into this whole thing, we're having a completely different conversation. That was something that Darnell Mayberry and Tony Jones brought up in The Athletic. This conversation is going to change. It is June 15th. The negotiating window doesn't start for another two weeks. We've got some time. But this is a conversation that needs to be had sooner than later, especially with the smoke being as thick as it is with everything going on with Rudy Gobert. We're going to stay following this. There's going to be more updates. We're not done talking about it. The NBA draft is coming up next week as well. There's a lot of news going on right now. As of now, Wednesday, June 15th, 2.30 Central Time, the Bulls have the number 18 pick. I don't know if they're going to keep that pick in the next week. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to be all over it as best I can with my work schedule with on three. Either way, we're going to have content like crazy next week. A preview of the draft coming out on Wednesday, a week from today. We'll have a draft recap coming out probably Friday, probably Friday night, but we'll have a recap of the draft as well and any reaction to any trades that could happen. But the big thing next Thursday for sure, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC and ESPN, NBA Draft. Who will be the number one pick? Chet Holmgren, Paolo Boncaro, Jabari Smith. I think it should be Paolo. If people think it could be Chet. People think it could be Jabari. I don't know. Either way, that's going to be something really interesting to watch. We're going to see who the Bulls take, if they take anybody. At number 18, we'll have covered on all bases for you. Here on Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag on the Believe Network. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay cool out there. It is really, really hot out there. Be careful. Be safe. Be healthy. Talk with you next week, assuming I don't melt. We're going to have a lot more fun. We're going to have a lot more of these what-if scenarios. I might have to call in a guest if things keep picking up like they are. Stay tuned here. Go buy the shirt. Jordan Pippen 98 shop.believe.com. The link's on my Twitter page. And betonline.ag is your source for the NBA championship this week. The Warriors have a chance to clinch it in six. Like I told you, if they do it, A, I'm going to pride myself looking like a genius, and B, you can win some money if you took what I told you to take before the series started. Have fun doing that. See you back here next Wednesday. Have an awesome week, everybody. We're going to be following these rumors. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.